This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 123, Erica's Coaching Story. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. friends. We have another coaching story for you today. If you have never heard these episodes, you're missing out. These episodes where I have coaching stories is when I bring on clients to talk about what their experience was like coaching with me. So if you're somebody who hasn't coached with me, these are great episodes to listen to, to start to understand what people come to me for and what results they get by working with me. And if you do coach with me, I think they're great episodes to listen to, to hear other people's stories and, you know, some of the experiences they had, good, bad, and ugly, so that it kind of calms you of like, okay, this journey does not have to be perfect to still get amazing results. And two, just to hear from other people in the community, because, you know, after people coach with me for nine months one-on-one, then they have the option once a year to join my Living the Dream Mastermind group, where I bring together all of my established clients that want to to hit some really big goals throughout the next year. And we coach like crazy to get them to hit that next level of success in their life. And so it's great to hear um, everyone's journeys and get to know everybody before we kind of all come together in that group. So today I have Erica and Erica and I started coaching together in August, 2020. We're actually recording this episode at the end of May, 2020, although it doesn't go live until August. And Erica and I are just about to have our last session. So I thought it was a great time for us to sit down and really recap what we've been up to the past nine months as we've coached together. And Erica was somebody who came to me, she had a pretty good life and she didn't have necessarily these specific goals that she wanted. You know, like some people will come to me and say, oh, I want to make X more money or I want to improve my weight from this to this or I want to find a new job or, you know, just like really tangible kind of goals. Her goals were more so of like, I just want to feel better. And we talk about specifically what she meant by that. And it was cool too, because Erica came to me and she had some health stuff going on and she just acted like that's just a part of who I am and it's not going to change. And I didn't mention anything else about it during the consult, but there was a part of me that thought, Ooh, if I work with this woman, I hope her health transforms because she will begin to see that whenever she's diagnosed with something or something comes her way that she can use her mind and her body to heal that. And that's not downplaying modern medicine. It's just there's certain things that happen in our bodies that can easily be shifted when we start to feel, deal, and heal our emotions. And Erica will go more into what those health issues were during this episode. And we talk about to um, where her health is at now and, and all that she gained from coaching. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And I just want to say before I 
introduce her to, if you're somebody who feels like it's hard for you to really feel emotion and to really, in essence, like let your wall down and let other people in, you'll definitely want to hear this episode because that was some of the biggest things that Erica gained from coaching with me. So again, without further ado, here is my interview with Erica. Erica, so privileged to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I was actually getting a little sad as I was driving into the office and I'm like, okay, we're having this with Erica. And a part of me was like, I don't want this to be the end with Erica. It's been so much fun to coach you and it's gone by so fast. Yes, it has. I still remember where I was sitting when we had our consult call and I remember meeting you and thinking, oh my gosh, I really want to work with this woman. I hope she signs up. Like it was just a full body (laughs) yes for me. And I'm so glad we've gotten to do this. So let's kind of go back to August. It was August 19th is what I wrote on my consult, which is the day before her birthday. And you came to me because a friend of yours did coaching with me. Yes. But what was it that you said, maybe I want to reach out to this woman? Yeah. So as you said, a friend of mine had coached with you and the results she was getting were just amazing. And it seemed like something I wanted a piece of for sure. But also it just seemed like I was coming up on this big birthday, big milestone birthday, kind of like looking back at life thus far and thinking like, there's still some things I really want to do and I'm not sure how to get there. And I knew that there were some, there was really, I guess, some mind drama going on for me that I needed to clear out and I had done therapy and it just hadn't done enough. I felt like to get me to the next point in my life. Yeah. Because when you came to me, I remember our consult, it was like, life was pretty good for you. Yeah, life was good. I mean, I didn't have anything major going on, just the sense of like, I'm about to move into this next phase of my life. And if I don't clear out some of this stuff, I don't know if I'm going to be able to accomplish what I want to accomplish. Yeah. And you went to the milestone birthday. So you were turning 40, which you just recently did. Yes. (laughs) And so it was so smart of you to do that. Yeah. But yeah, so we had our consult and I was like, okay, where, cause where you were at, I was like, she's just on the tipping point. Like she just needs something to like, get her over the edge is what I remember feeling off of you. Yeah. And I also, I thought was really interesting is you had mentioned some health things that were going on for you and you just acted like, Oh, that's just how I am and what I do. And I thought I would really love for her to transform aspects of her health in this process. Yeah. And so it's been cool for you to, to do that. Yes. Yeah. So can we kind of just touch on that to start with? Yeah. When I started coaching with you, I had IBS. I had been diagnosed a couple of years before starting. And interestingly enough, ever since I was a kid, every time there was some major life transition or big change, I would have stomach problems and pretty severely. So I was diagnosed with IBS and I kind of just thought, okay, that explains everything and just accepted that and started changing diet and things. And, and it was somewhat better, but not great. And I also had migraines really badly when I started working with you, I would have them anywhere from two to three times a week to the point where I needed to take rescue meds. And now if I need to take them two to three times a month, that's a lot for me. Wow. And what's, what's changed with the IBS? The IBS isn't even a problem. It's like, it didn't even exist. So, you know, I'm confident 
that, you know, having done the body work stuff too, that you introduced me to that, that was really my body showing the signs of anxiety and stress that I was dealing with. Yeah. Cause that was one of the big things you came to me with is like, I have this pretty good life, Lindsay, but I can't enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. I can't be in the present. Yeah. Like I just want to be able to have fun. And so you've worked toward that. Of course, I know we still coach through that, Erica. That's going to be like some of your life's work because you're an Enneagram one and that's part of it. But also as we coached, one of the big things that I'll take away from this journey is just watching you bring down your wall and open yourself up to your then boyfriend, now fiance. Yeah. So an exciting change and how you guys are moving forward. So can you kind of talk through that journey? Yeah, I think that through various circumstances in my life, different things growing up and also a failed marriage in my past, I really had built up this wall around myself and I knew it was there. People had commented to me about that. Like they felt like they couldn't really get to know me, things of that nature. And we really had to coach through that hard. There were some really hard moments in the journey where it was really uncomfortable for me. But once I finally started to let that wall down, it's been a complete change in my relationship with my fiance, just being able to let him love me and, you know, just hug me and hold me and, and not having to resist that so much, which has kind of been what I've done for most of my life. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if I can let you see all of the pieces of me because I didn't love all the pieces of me. Yeah. So it really was a journey of like self-acceptance and that allowed me to let other people in more. Yeah. And you and I, I remember at least on one occasion having the conversation, we were both raised by very strong women. Yes. And that generation was like, we're badass bitches and we know yeah. it. And they instilled <laughs> yeah. that in us, which are great qualities. We're super independent. We're strong women. But yet we realized it's like, uh, maybe not all aspects of this is working for us. Exactly. <laughs> and so we've had to really mold the two of like being strong, but being soft. And yeah. it's so funny because I was looking through your consult notes, Erica. And one of the things you said is like that you wanted to gain to be the best investment ever was to soften your edges. Oh, okay. That's yeah. cool that I said that. Yeah, yeah. So you were aware of it. You knew. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think that was the hardest part is there were a couple of sessions we had to just stop the process. Yes. And you and I coached really hard on okay, where are you going in your relationship? And, you know, we talk about like inner mean girl voices, obviously. Yeah. And some of your inner mean girls are really fighting of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to let him in yeah. and like put down this wall. And, and there were times that made it really confusing for you. And like, where is this real? Is this not real? Like what's going on? Yeah. And there were times it got so confusing. It would confuse me. And I'd be like, Erica, I don't know what you want. Yeah. But I do remember there was just like one moment, it seems like, that it just kind of shifted. Yeah. Is that how it felt for you too, Erica? Yes. And I don't remember specifically what it was. Do you? It was, we had had a session where I knew that there was something that was bothering me. And it was really this, I always say like, I think what screws me up the most is like, I have this idea in my head of how something's going to go and that it doesn't quite go that way or doesn't go that way at all. And then it's like, it's that expectation hangover thing where it's like, 
this is not what I thought was going to happen. This is not what I wanted. This is totally different. And for me, with that perfectionist vacillator combination of my inner mean girls, it's just like, it would stir me right up. So I had to do a hypervent on this is where I thought I would be at this point in my life. And this is where I actually am. And kind of mourning like where I thought I would be versus where I am. Yeah. Okay. Now it's all coming back to me. So when you did that, in essence, you released is what we call it. But really when we're saying that to people who don't understand is like, she really just fully felt the depth of my life did not turn out the way I thought it would at age 40 for you to fully accept, wow, it didn't, but look at all these blessings because your brain was so focused on what it wasn't, that it wasn't being able to see all the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you were like, what am I doing? Like my life is great. It's not what I wanted or I thought I wanted, but it's, it's even like better in some ways. Yeah. 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 Because once we got past that, it was just like, Mm -hmm. like you could finally start to accept your life was good. And then that's when everything just started to go in your direction. You got engaged. Then you realized you were going to move in together and that shifted. I feel like there was some other stuff that were going on, but those are the big ones. Am I missing anything? That's the big stuff. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it was right around your 40th birthday. Yep. Everything at once. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I want to touch on on your journey is, so the first three months of the coaching process are really hard and for a lot of people, because we're dealing with the stuff that needs to be healed. Right. And then we get to this place where we call it a release where it's like, okay, people go away and they have two days alone and they go and they like feel deal and heal in essence. And your release did not go as planned. In fact, out of all of my clients I've ever had, Erica, I think yours like was probably the crappiest release that happened. Do you want to tell that story? I think it's funny. Well, (laughs) this house that I've lived in now, I've done a lot to improve it. And it happened to be that that week we were working on the bathroom and there was this plumbing issue we ran into where there was literally no water in my house come Friday night. And I was planning to stay here for my release. And so we had to have a plumber come Saturday, long story short. And that's, it just, again, you know, expectation hangover, what I wanted to have happen and what was happening were two different things. So my release ended up being like an hour long, just complete lose my mind vent session where I was just angry about everything. And by the time I coached with you the following week, there was so much unresolved there. Yeah. I was like, did you do this stuff? And you're like, no, I totally messed that stuff. I'm like, oh, Erica. Oh, oh, we've got to go do another release. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, oh, goodness. Yeah. And so you could have easily quit at that point. Cause I was a little like, oh my gosh, because you did not feel good. Like we had unearthed stuff, but you weren't able to like do the upswing yeah. that was needed. Yeah. I remember that call too, is like you left that call and you had emotion and you were like, need to go cry. And I did. I just cried for a good like hour because that whole release was like just the anger part of things. And I think that's a good metaphor for kind of how I dealt with my emotions up to this point in my life. It was just like anger, 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 ticked off, but never like taking a minute to grieve and and let myself feel like the true depths of those emotions, just be pissed off about it. 
and not really resolve it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really uncomfortable <laughs> for me to just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and two, I think it's so interesting that it did have an expectation hangover yeah. piece, which was like what you had to really deal with in this process. Yeah was yeah nothing's because you're such a planner Erica like you love everything planned and realizing of like I really can't plan for much at all other than how I handle it mentally that's exactly it yeah yeah that's been a huge piece of this for me is just kind of silencing that critic piece of me that wants everything to be just a certain way and I finally kind of realized okay there's a lot in life that just doesn't work that way yeah and just going with the flow and having yes. fun. Okay. So kind of tell us where you're at now. Like how is life different? We've talked about some of the results, yes. but how are you feeling on an everyday basis compared to before? There's just a sense of like, I can handle this, I guess is, is the feeling now. Like I really am a pretty emotional person. I don't really, at least in the past, I haven't really let a lot of people see the depths of my emotions. And I would kind of hide that away and deal with it on my own. And it would kind of wreck me in ways because I wasn't talking about things. I wasn't being honest with those closest to me about the way I was really feeling. And I think in some levels, I expected, especially my partner to join me in my misery when I was upset, things like that. And that was not helping my relationships, obviously. But now there's just a sense that I have these tools. I have my journaling. I have the body work. I have meditation. I have these various things that I can do to deal with my stuff and then be in a better place to talk about it if I want to talk about it with people closest to me, but not so much expecting them to like join me in my misery. And Mm -hmm. there's just a sense of like, also curiosity about my emotions. My, my critic used to be like, why are you feeling this way? You shouldn't feel this way because you know, this person has it worse and this, da, 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 da. just a feeling of like, I would guilt myself all the time for my, for my emotions. And now there's more this sense of, okay, why am I feeling this way? What, what is actually the emotion I'm feeling and why am I actually feeling it? And just that curiosity piece has really calmed down that, that mean girl that would come at me and make me feel, make them emotions worse by making me feel bad about them too. Yeah. I mean, if we just think about that shift alone Mm -hmm. and you're like denying, denying your feelings, not letting people in, it's no wonder you had migraines and IBS. Your body was like, I can't hold all this inside. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I remember too, when we had that consult, your energy, you were like, oh, and you weren't sleeping well. Remember that Erica? Yeah. Yeah. How has that shifted? Sleep is, is better for me for sure. There was, it's interesting because sleep always for me is like the piece where I know I'm dealing with something. It's the first thing to Mm, find it to to go go if I'm really dealing with something. But now again, tools. Like if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm not sleeping, it's like, okay, mind what's going on. I'll even come out and I'll do like, just journal out all the bad thoughts that are running through my, my brain. Cause lying there isn't helping me. And then just take some deep breaths. And eventually I'm able to overcome that. That's what I found for me is like, my thoughts are just spinning when I'm not sleeping. Yeah. You know, when you're talking about that, it reminds me of a time when you and your partner 
you guys were just having like a normal weekend Mm -hmm. and he, I don't know if you want to tell this whole story, but he didn't connect with you in a way you wanted to. I don't know if you remember this and you, I think we were near the beginning of the coaching process, Erica, and you like made that mean something. And so your thoughts started to spin. Yes. But I think you were aware enough at that point from what I remember to be like, oh, these are my thoughts. This doesn't have to be a true story. Yes. And how, I mean, it's so crazy because now we look back on that and it's like, we don't know any different because we know our thoughts create our feelings and all that. But before that, you, you don't know that stuff. And so you do cause a lot of problems in your life, like in relationships of, well, you did this and you made me feel this way versus just thinking, oh, these are just thoughts that I'm creating that really aren't even a problem. Right. I can remember you at one point saying to me, I, I like, spilled my guts about some major circumstance that in my mind was major. It really wasn't. And you were like, well, okay. So what are you thinking about that? And, and literally my inner mean girl was like, how is she so calm right now? <laughs> She's just <laughs> sitting there being like, okay, so what are the thoughts? And I'm like, oh, I wanted you to be like upset with me. And as we talked through it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is that thing again. Like, and that was the moment where it really clicked for me of like, okay, I'm the one assigning meaning to this. I'm the one making it mean something. And it's, it's hard because in the moment, those thoughts feel so real to you when your nervous mm-hmm. system, I, I know that now, and it's a really powerful realization, but like that feeling of my nervous system being amped up, it's like everything feels really real. Whatever you're feeling in that moment, it feels like it is the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's only when you breathe and calm that down that it's, you're able to really look at it objectively. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of an email you sent me recently. And you're like, you had a moment where you went back in that, which we all do, especially with our cycles, which you and I have talked about is like, yes. I've mentioned to you that time. I was like, where are you in your cycle? <laughs> Cause I know for me, like that week before I start my period, that's when the thoughts can really go. Yeah. And so you happen to be in that week in your cycle, but you emailed me all these things. And I wrote back and I said, okay, what's the problem? and you were like this is your brain doing that thing again (laughs) okay got it okay got it yeah 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 but yeah I mean Erica what I love about your story is even with these bumps in the road like a release that did not go as planned to a point where I was like oh crap I've never really had to deal with this before I hope she can pull through and I hope I can coach her through that to us. And it's so many times in coaching session, I'd be like, Erica, I can still relate to what you're thinking right now or what you've gone through. And so that sometimes can kind of, what's the word, but like make my coaching, maybe not as clean yeah, because I'm just like, yeah, what you're telling me as thoughts is like, I believe as thoughts too. And so (laughs) having to hold that space for you. Yeah. And then challenging you at times and being like, okay, you've got to decide and you've got to go all in on this and and you've got to stop vacillating and like having those hard boundaries with you. I mean, there were times that you could have just been like, peace out coaching, peace out, Lindsay, but you just, you trusted the process. You trusted me enough. You started to trust yourself enough to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to listen to this, what we call authentic self voice. And you just kept going. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) wasn't always easy that's for sure but it's been yeah worth it yeah okay so is there anything we didn't touch on today about your coaching story I mean Uh, the one thing is that we didn't really talk about career because you came to me you're a teacher yep 
You're pretty happy with your career. Yeah. It was more so, you know, just I'll go back to what you said. It's like the best investment ever. Just so we make sure we <laughs> said it all. I said, what would make this the best investment ever? You said you want to make peace with your past. Mm-hmm. You feel like you've done that? Yes. And it goes back to what you said earlier is like letting go of how it should have been. Yes. Right. Absolutely. You want to be fully integrated into the future. Mm-hmm. You don't want to feel stuck with what's next. Yes. You want to take the steps forward and know what to do next, what you're doing in your relationship. And then we said, soften the edges. Yes. Wow. You did it, Erica. It's really cool to hear you say all that stuff because that's, yeah, that's the work and we've done the work and it's an ongoing process. You know, it's, it's really cool. Cause I think at, at some point I thought, I thought, okay, I'm going to do this coaching and then I'm just done and everything's just perfect evermore. Like talk about perfectionist or Enneagram Mm -hmm. one. And I've come to finally accept that like, this is just the work. It keeps going. It's just, yeah. A new level, new devil. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I felt the same way, Erica. I was like, I'm going to do this a couple months and then life's just peachy. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And then you're like, oh no, no, no. No, but now you got, you said it so well as you have the tools. Yes, exactly. Always to go back to the tools. And whenever you can't coach yourself through it, that's where you have resources of like Lindsay or another coach of like, here we go. Let's, let's take this to the next level. Yeah. Which is so cool. Okay. So last question for you, mm-hmm. somebody is saying, Hey, I think I might be interested in investing in coaching. What would you tell them? I would say invest in yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. And you're the, I mean, you're the person living with you the rest of your life. You're stuck with you. So if you don't like you, you can't really expect anybody else to like you. So we're all do it, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool because like you said, you've fallen in love with yourself. Yes. Over this process. Yeah. And even the times when you're like, oh, here I get to that critical perfectionist mindset. Like, you know where she's coming from. Yeah. And she's trying to keep you safe. And it's almost like a little kid version of yourself. Exactly. And you're able to see love for that too. Yes. I've been able to integrate all those parts. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. It's really cool. Well, thank you, Erica. Thank you. Oh my gosh. It's been such a fun journey. It really has been. Thank you so much. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.